You want cheaper GPU prices? Well, you're about to get them. You're also about to get another leaked 4090 and Intel leaks their own spec list of their next-gen CPUs. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news like find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And today, our top story is not the article I was gonna talk about. It's the fact that we have meme review going on right now, live over on Twitch. In case you wanna join us, we review the hottest tech memes out on the internet and we make jokes and funny ha-ha's about them. But if you come watch us, we are currently running a giveaway for my Aya Neo Air. You can come check it out. You can earn points towards that. It's also for the pre-cannonball thing that we're doing, but Aya Neo Air being given away, not today, but you can earn points towards it by just watching and participating and being part of the shenanigans, which the shenanigans that are going on with the PC market, with the GPU prices being all up in the air. Well, we know a little bit more about what's going on with that, thanks to some John Petty research data coming out, indicating the price points of everything that's being sold out on the open market. So the average sale price of GPUs, and it hurts. It hurts to see the graph, okay? Prepare your eyeballs to feast on these large numbers. The average sale price of a GPU earlier this year was over $1,000. That is not the average price that it was listed for. That is the, if somebody bought a graphics card, the average price somebody was paying was $1,077. Can I get, that's a big number? Give me something. Wow, that's so big. Thank you, I know you're impressed by large things, but what we can see here from the graph is that the number is triple what it was lowest at, which was back in 2019. You can see at one point, we were paying $267 per graphics card. Wow, that one's so little. Yes, but while... <laughs> so prices obviously spiked, went up big, it elongated, if you would. They uh, increased in length. But you can see now that the GPU prices have fallen to under half of where they were at the peak earlier this year to be at $529 and continuing to trend on downward. Are we ever gonna reach the $267 average sale price? Likely not going to happen, especially with us anticipating NVIDIA's launch of the 40 series next week, which if we know anything about NVIDIA, it's gonna be a lot of money. But also we got some data showing us how many GPUs are being sold at retail right now you can see the total amount of discrete gpus being sold is 10.4 million with nvidia taking up 8.2 and amd taking up 2.1 nvidia peaking at over 10 million units hitting retail whereas amd didn't peak until just a few months ago at 3.2 million back in q1 of 2022 so the numbers are high but they are decreasing the amount of units sold is decreasing the average sale price is decreasing and as we've been hearing out in the rumor mill that NVIDIA has been really worried about this, that they may have overplanned yet again for the amount of mining demand that would be there for quite some time. And then now just have to deal with their excess inventory. This is literally 2017 all over again. I've seen this movie play out and we are at the same point. It's like it's like a formulaic Marvel movie. That's exactly what's going on here, except for tomorrow allegedly is when the merger is gonna happen for Ethereum. So we might not have to go through this ever again. But let me know what you think of the average sale price of GPUs right now. Are you looking to buy maybe not in the higher end, which is where we're expecting the launches to happen, but are you looking at picking up something like a 6650 XT, 3060, anything along those lines? Does this news make you more hopeful? 
Is it increasing your likelihood of purchasing or do you want to stick it to Nvidia's big fat green wallets and make it so that the prices go even lower and you're not buying until you can get an RTX 3070 Ti for a thousand pennies? Let me know down below in those comments. And I'm going to let you know about today's video sponsor, which is Pixio and their brand new PXC348C ultra wide monitor. My friends, we took this out on the trip in a Ford F-150 Lightning. We land all across Pittsburgh. You can check out that video right up there. But the PXC348C has a spec sheet and a price point that is super compelling if you are either getting a new GPU or you just got a fresh one because it's 3440 by 1440 ultra wide, 144 hertz. Got 96% of the DCI-P3 color space, FreeSync Premium, 65 watt USB-C charging, and best of all, an RGB ring behind the monitor so that you can make sure your games are running at the fastest settings possible. And all of this is only $400. The spec sheet, this price point, the size of the monitor, all of that being at that $400 price point. That's just the regular price. That's not a sale price. That is really good. So you can check out the Pixio PXC348C down below in the description and check out the video where we used it all around town here in Pittsburgh. And all around is where we're seeing the RTX 4090. They're just popping up left, right, and center. We've already seen the Founders Edition leak. Yesterday, we showed off that Zotac Arrow that got leaked. And now we have a Gigabyte RTX 4090 box that's been pictured. But on the box is a picture of the graphics card. So get excited for that. Kyler, can I get a whoa? Whoa! Whoa! So this Gigabyte 4090 confirms the redesigned font that NVIDIA appears to be using for both their website as well as the new GPUs, that thinner stroke font and making it look a little bit different. I've seen some comments that people are not liking this font, which I don't know, as long as the font runs my video games, I'm more than okay with it. But you can take a look at this Gigabyte card right back here. It looks like it's a dual slot, but then it extends into like a quad slot. It's a big chonking card. These 4090s are gonna be huge honking behemoths and a huge honking behemoth of a crash happened today in crypto stonks. Bitcoin down 10.2% as of the time of filming. Yesterday, we talked about it was over 22. You'd see just at about 8.30 this morning, it crashed from 22 down to 20. And has continued its downward slide even as of the time of recording. It's dropped another three to four hundred dollars since I started this episode of Hot News. Ethereum also having a similar downward trend, down 8.2% to be at 15.82, and Dogecoin down 7.2% to be at 5.9 cents. Is this in preparation of the Ethereum merge? Are people liquidating the crypto holdings so that they could potentially get to soak up more crypto later on? Who knows? But I know that Reese knows the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Reese, what you got for us, buddy? Thank you, Brett. Welcome back to UFT Deals, everyone. We bring you the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Today, we're going with the EVGA Supernova 1600P Plus. They're 80 plus platinum, 1600 watt, fully modular power supply with a 10 year warranty. It's currently going for only $225.07, which is 55% off the usual price. I have to wonder what's going on with EVGA at the moment, because like all their products across the board are getting like slashed in half price-wise. Either way, it's good news for us and you can find this deal and more linked in the video description. And I'm about to hand you back to the guy with the longest lungs on the internet. No messages for Reese today. Call back tomorrow. I got one. Oh, Kyler's got a message for Reese. Hi, Reese. Kyler says he doesn't like when you have a beard. He always has I know, <laughs> except for at the charity streams where he disposes of them. 
He did. He did the reverse. And Twitter is trying to not make sure Elon Musk reverses his decision to buy it because they want that money. Elon Musk offering $54.20 per share and Twitter shareholders voting to accept that amount of money because it's absurd. Even when Twitter was at its highest valuation, didn't make any sense. And even now, as it's gone down quite a bit, uh, they were just they had a shareholders meeting. They were like, yes, yes, yes. Please, Elon, buy us for $54.20. This obviously is pending the approval of the court litigation that's going on between Twitter and Elon Musk that's taking place in October. This is just Twitter shareholders saying yes to the deal if in case it can actually go through and Elon Musk isn't able to Tesla his way out of it. Speaking of pulling out, Babylon's Fall is pulling out after less than a year of it being live. Babylon's Fall, in case you haven't heard of it, which I found out I hadn't heard of it, has only been running for 194 days. It's a Platinum Games live service game that's being run through Square Enix and it launched in February of this year and it's terminating February of next year. So the, the reason I feel like I didn't know this game is because I looked at this picture and I was like, oh, Godfall. Yeah, that was never actually exceptional, but it's a completely different game with completely different setups. I didn't know this existed and now it's dead. Are you happy? Atheists, checkmate. Speaking of something that you didn't know was still alive, Stadia is not getting Assassin's Creed Mirage, confirmed by Ubisoft. So sad, play the world's smallest violin, I'm crying. And also me, Gungaga, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion is coming out on December 13th to PlayStation 5 and 4, Xbox Series X and S and Xbone, Nintendo Switch and PC. You can play Crisis Core wherever you want. It's gonna be fantastic. Hopefully it's Steam Deck certified. I would love it. Final Fantasy VII Remake got, got certified, so I'd love to see that. But I have the most important hot news that I could bring to you today. Kyler, are you ready? Hold on to the brim of your pants. Western Digital is announcing Fortnite memory cards for the Nintendo Switch. Look at those! Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. And Sony announced a new state of play for things that they're doing, both on PS4, PS5, and PSVR 2. That's taking place after we film Hot News at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday the 13th. So the details are likely already out there by the time you're watching this, but I'm very excited for it. I'm hoping for like gameplay from Ragnarok. I would really love to see that. That game has my heart in a vice so crushingly painfully that I can't enjoy any other game right now. And I can't enjoy any other vehicle besides electric vehicles because of the instant torque. And Honda wants to bring instant torque to your motorcycle with them announcing 10 different EV motorcycles that they're gonna be bringing out by 2025. But they're not all coming to America, which makes me sad because I, I, I want more choices, but we are getting three large fun EV models and one EV model for kids. Kyle, are you ready for the large fun EV models? Large, fun EV models. Simple yes or no will suffice. Yes. Anyways, Honda not really having any electric vehicles that normal people can drive here in the United States. Kyler wants the Honda E, don't you, buddy? He wants it so bad, but you know what you want? You want faster Thunderbolt and Intel's working on that. They showed off at their Intel development center where they have a whole lot of tech media at right now. Their Thunderbolt setup running at 80 gigabits per second. It seemed like it was duplex Thunderbolt 4. They haven't said what the name is gonna be, especially considering the fact that the USB foundation was came out and they were like, we're gonna give you 80 gigabits per second. It's gonna be called USB 4 version two. So what Intel's gonna call their thing, 
Who knows? It can't be dumber than what USB did. And uh, I wouldn't say this is dumb, but a mistake was made on Intel's behalf when it came to Raptor Lake. Intel Canada posting the details of the chips that are going to be coming out. People found it out. They posted it, but Intel took it back. But in case you want to know what the 13th gen is going to look like as far as like what's on paper, we got the 13600K. It's going to be up to 5.1 gigahertz on the P-Core max frequency at 14 cores and 20 threads. The 13700K is going to have 16 cores, 20 four threads up to 5.3 gigahertz and the 13900k is going to be up to 5.4 gigahertz p core max frequency 24 cores 32 threads that is not the highest boost clock that we're going to have the 13900k is going to be able to go up to 5.8 with thermal velocity boost and then the turbo boost max 3.0 on the other chips is going to be up to 5.4 on the 13700k and not applicable on the 13600k but fast chips with lots of cores intel looking to be a multi-core beast for the 13 Gen. Let me know if you're excited for that down below. And don't forget that we're currently, as if you're watching this, as soon as this video comes out, we're live streaming meme review over on Twitch. Come check us out over there. Haddly doodly neighbor Reno. See you back here for more the hot news tomorrow. I forgot what this show is called.